Hey everybody, welcome back to the Lucky Dog Podcast. This is your host, Elias Roush. This podcast is sponsored by EliasRoushMedia.com, photo, video, digital media production. Today we are discussing Season 1, Episode 4 of The Outsider. This episode is named Ken Vin El Coco. I apologize if I got that wrong, but... That's how I'm going to have to roll with it at this moment until I get corrected. This was directed by Andrew Bernstein, and it's written by Richard Price, based on the novel by Stephen King. I don't know if I mentioned it last episode, but the last episode was also written uh, and directed by the same crew. It's somewhat of a transition from the Jason Bateman style of directing, but I can still tell that they're taking up very much of the same cinematography, same language, same, uh, same atmosphere. Episode four. While retracing the Maitland's recent family vacation, Holly pursues a possible connection to an eerily similar case and gains valuable insight from the local former de- detective Andy Casavage. Glory faces increased scrutiny in her daily life. So this was an interesting episode. It still continues on this very much a uh, police procedural from a different perspective. The first two episodes were so very much Ralph centric and Terry Maitland centric that I'm liking this divergence and uh, perspective telling of the case following uh, Cynthia Erivo's character, Holly. It definitely leads for much more broader storytelling, especially in the ways that Ralph is uh, dealing with the case versus how uh, Holly is dealing with the case. At the beginning... She gets pepper sprayed by the lady that she was trying to talk to at uh, the living facility. I want to correct myself that the guy that was in jail was accused of killing two girls. He was working at the nursing home that Terry Maitland's father was staying at. In this episode, we really figure out that there's a there's a commonality between all of the murders. The initial murder happens. And then we find, we find out that there is a a string of people that have come in contact with this murderer that have also committed other murders. And so there happens to be this young lady that was in contact with the nursing guy. Um, let me see, uh, the nursing home guy, and then the nursing home guy was, uh, had bumped into Terry, and all of them have scratched each other in some sort of way, like an odd, like, way when they're bumping into each other, as well as Terry bumping into the strip club guy, so, should we look out for the strip club guy, possibly being the, uh, uh, one of these, shapeshifters or whatever this murder virus is or whatever this is supposed to be also we got the boogeyman name check i just want to say that i did not see this episode before saying the boogeyman in episode three so i was very pleased to see that 
so at the beginning she gets pepper sprayed by uh, that uh, one worker find out about the uh, nursing guy bumping into Terry that day there's a reporter that tries to apply for the babysitting job that of the Maitland's home which I did not see coming and I uh, I really liked the small test uh, she was giving her like uh, addition and divisional problems just off the cuff if you're a teacher then you'll be able to do it um, we also find out how the public is uh, treating Miss Maitland and the family I mean like why would you even give shit to this woman I, I would have zero tolerance for someone that is uh, yelling at someone or you know giving somebody grief after while they're grieving like that is just it's ridiculous it, it, it kind of reminds me unfortunately of the Kobe Bryant situation stuff going on it's like please just let the you know the the dead rest hmm. Cynthia's conversation with uh, Terry Maitland's father it's pretty random. Um, the majority of stuff, he's just like, oh, yeah, I've seen you before. He gave you a good smack. And he's talking about, like, some lady that he saw abused. I was like, what is he talking about? Just rambling. And basically, Mr. Senior Maitland was saying he didn't do it. And you know he didn't do it. It makes you think that he might be just a tad bit there despite him losing his memory. So we, I need to go back to see the first episode, but did, uh, I'm trying to remember if the club guy said that he got scratched by Terry when he was giving him a, a shake or something like that. I don't, I don't remember that exactly. I need to go back and check uh, episode one one more time for it. So detective asshole. Buying a bunch of lights and shooting a deer. Is this for the boogeyman thing? Or who? what the hell's going on over there? Is he going camping? Is he starting his own little Walmart for homeless people outside? Like, what is going on over there? Like, I'm trying to figure out what, what the hell's going on. Um, The mall cop, we find out, that goes out with Cynthia Revo is an ex-detective. And he did have a thing for her. And I think they were kind of cute. It ends up that he happens to know a little bit of Lithuanian or something like that. I, I don't remember if he explained why he knew that. But, of course, they sort of hit it off. Um, They go on a date, talk about... Uh, previous uh, you know murders and stuff like that just craziness um we find out her mother died and uh what else the brother of the nurse killed himself too yeah oh yeah sorry the brother od'd sorry the nurse that worked at the maitland's uh establishment, the Maitland's uh, uh, retirement establishment, the brother OD'd, and then we find out the mother killed herself in a car wreck, and so we find out that essentially whatever this is, this entity is causing people to 
one get devoured and then the people around them are just self-destructing in some sort of way and it's very similar to what happened to the petersons and uh the the original murder and and sort of what's happening to the maitlands it's it's like a domino effect which makes me wonder what the hell is the club owner going to do like is he is him and uh you know, detective deputy asshole is, are they going to be doing something together? Like, I'm, I'm curious what the, what the deal is. And, uh, I keep calling him detective asshole. I think his name is Jack or something, but you know, that's just, it's too easy not to. Uh, and actually that actor, Mark, uh, Menchaca playing Jack Hoskins, detective asshole is what I'm calling him. Uh, but Mark Menchaca was actually an excellent actor on, he has been excellent on this, but he's even just as good as, uh, he was on this on Ozark again with Jason Bateman. So, uh, what else do we have? Um, yeah, the club owner, got to keep an eye on him. There's an excellent excuse me there's an excellent uh scene of young holly i think in the mri machine and she's kind of scared and whatnot and she turns to her side and uh we are the perspective of her grandmother and her grandmother hands her a small doll and she's having all of this as a flashback in the back of a a, a taxi i believe on the way to see uh that lady in jail or, or in that establishment, uh, the asylum or wherever she was. But can have are we confirming that Cynthia Revo has some sort of connection? I'm not sure if I wasn't going to say connection to the dead, but she has connections to another side. She can like t teleport, transport stuff. Like that's pretty cool, and I love the uh, effect it was. I love the effect they used. It's very practical. Just having her grandmother's hand kind of reach out around her and, uh, you know, hold her face. Um, let's see. Cynthia Revo's character also ends up getting a note from another lady that is in the uh, jail cell. Um, and we also see that there's other ladies in that jail trying to uh, attack the one she's currently interviewing. Um, but one of the other ladies that was not in jail gives passes her a note, tells her to, I guess, come up to her apartment and have a conversation. And she tells her uh, about El Gordillo or El, El Cuco or, or something like that, uh, a.k.a. the Boogeyman or whatever this is. And it seems like it's some sort of mythological creature, idea, or figure that is eating the child or the children and then devours the grief uh, on the family. And so that's kind of a pretty big deal. And I'm like, oh shit, I, you know, how are you going to lock up the boogeyman? And what does that have to do with Detective Deputy Asshole? Like, I've got a lot of questions. So. Yeah, I'm 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 pretty pleased with the way this uh, season's going. I do want to just start five and then just plow through it, but we still have uh, another month before all of it's going to be dropped. So, uh, 
Looks like it's going to be hitting that week to week. You already know what it is. So check back in for the next podcast of The Outsider. If you're interested in more reviews, check out uh, Luck- The Luck Adele Podcast, uh, SoundCloud, Apple iTunes, Google Play, whatever, YouTube. Um, we have reviewed Ad Astra. We have checked out Bad Boys for Life, 1917, Hustlers, The Witcher, Top 10 Films of the Decade, Watchmen Season 1, Mr. Robot, You Season 2, Star Wars, The Force Awakens, and even The Last Jedi. Check out the Uncut Gems review. Tons of podcasts for you to check out. I think close to 300 plus. I don't know, something around there. All right, well, thank you all for listening. Thank you for supporting, watching, listening, whatever you're doing, supporting the podcast. Five stars on iTunes really helps us out. Um, If you have a couple pennies or a couple of quarters or you're feeling generous or you just got paid and you're like, hey, son, have some of this. It's like, okay, we'll take just a little something, something, you know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> um, PayPal.me slash the, the Lucky Doll Podcast. The link is in the description. Thank you all for supporting the Lucky Doll Podcast. We cannot do this without you. Thank you and take it easy.